computers. This is Intelligent Performance. Welcome to Intelligent Performance, where we are fanatical about excellence in human endeavor. And today, I want to talk to you about optimal performance. You know that feeling where you're in the zone, where nothing can rock you? Well, how do you make that zone sustainable? How do you tap into that energy, that power on a consistent and reliable basis? Well, that is the question that Kingmaker Carlo Cincinnarini has focused on. In this crowning champions episode, we take a deep dive into exactly how do you produce these phenomenal levels of performance on a consistent basis. We look at sporting analogies, business examples, and what people can do to actually tap into what he calls the kingmaker energy. Let's dive straight in. Thanks so much for joining Hello, us. Hello, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you here. And where I'd love to start is what's your take on intelligent performance in the kind of human performance space that you're in? Yeah, intelligent performance to me, when, when you ask that question, it's really how do I maximize my potential, my ability to get the best out of myself right now. Mm. And for you, I feel like given your work with CEOs, coaches, sports people, what's athletes, I think it's better work for a sports person. Um, what is it? Like, how do you, what do you see in that space? Like, is there such a thing as optimal performance in business? And, and what does that, what does that look like? Because it's a bit different from, say an athlete, right? Mm. It's uh, it's surprisingly way more similar that, that sometimes we think, right? Okay. Uh, in terms of that optimal performance, there is 100% there is such a thing in business and for business owners that uh, for them to be in the best mental, emotional, physical state that they can be on a consistent basis. If we have a look mm -hmm. at on a on a everyday basis for, for a business owner to get results, whether it's um, obviously team results, whether it's um, a financial result, a lot of the time it comes down to if we're in the right mindset, if we've got the right clarity, if we're in that state, whether emotional and mental, where we are our greatest self or what I like to call the the king self or queen self for, for the ladies out there, then more likely than not, results are going to go your way. And we know that when our performance isn't at that optimal, so most people will know when they're on. They will know what it looks like for themselves to be the very best version of themselves. And they know that when they are in that situation, doesn't really matter what the economy, what the competition, what the challenges that come up. Why? Because... We all know that when we're in our king self, queen self, we have within us the ability to find solutions, to overcome challenges, uh, and to find a way. And ultimately, the what I like to geek out on is how to get someone to be in that state on a consistent basis, mm. not sort of go continuously up and down, up and down, in and out of momentum. Because if we can get into that momentum, if we can get someone to be on a consistent basis day in, day out, in that version of them. That, to be honest, I, I never know. When I work with someone, I never know what that is, right? I have an idea, but only they know what that greatest version of themselves looks like. And a simple exercise I give them to do is simply, let's say it works well if someone is in the gym and they're going for one last rep um, and they're tired, they're exhausted, they're vulnerable. 
And then they start to repeat to themselves, be your greatest self, be your greatest self, be your greatest self. All of a sudden, as soon as you start to repeat those simple words in your mind, the answers come. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden we, we compress time, we compress everything and, and, and you move yourself from the circumstance and looking outwardly to what, what the stress is, what the problem is, what the circumstance is, to actually, who do I need to be? And if I could be that person, what would I do in that situation? So long-winded answer to your question, optimal performance is how can we get each individual ourselves first and foremost and then and the people around us to be the greatest version of themselves most confident most clear most certain with all the traits that they need for success so i'm intrigued i appreciate this may be some of your ip here but tell us like i'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this who just go i'm exhausted from business <laughs> i got like if you look at you know the elon musk's of the world as, as the figurehead let's say of, of the business representative, he's got a lot going on. It's not necessarily a picture of of health. He's a formidable force, but it's not necessarily a world of balance necessarily. And if you go into, you know, I, I you know, hear business owners all the time, they laugh at this kind of work-life balance stuff. You know, that's that stuff of employees. It's not, it's not the, um, it's not the world of a business owner. So how do you look at it from a foundational perspective? What are the kind of components or key characteristics you're focused on when it comes to actually achieving that optimal piece mm. well that kingmaker energy yeah yeah it, and this is where i was referring to before how similar athletes and, and business owners are but i'll give you i'll give you a quick example in and i'll answer it in this way i've recently just come back from israel where i was working with a professional football team one of the biggest clubs in the country and one of the and although I've done a lot of work individually with players, the the thing that tripped me out the most um, was how so many players, right? And when I say players, think of business owners because it's the same thing across the board. How yep. many players go into training every day and they just work and ju they just train? And so often I literally asked all of them, I said, hey, what are you working on? What's the focus today? What's the intention today? What are you, what are you here to do? I'm, I'm just here to train, right? How many business owners if you were to ask them when they go into work every yeah. day, they say, hey, what's your intention today? What are you working yeah. on? They go, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just here to work. I'm just here to get the stuff done. Uh, See, I'm very, and, I, and I'm super open with all my IP. You can take it all. One of the biggest things for optimal performance, and we have to, and I keep going back to consistency. It has to be consistent. We cannot have one good month a year and and just think, oh, that's it. I'm done now. Relax. No, it's about how do we back up week after week, fortnight after fortnight, month after month, quarter after quarter after quarter after quarter, because that's what the greats do. That's what the secret to, to success is, is that continuous, um, consistent performance. In order to do that, we need to have number one is massive clarity. Clarity around, okay, where are we going? Where are we building? Because how often do we get burnt out because we're doing all these things, but we never actually know where we're going. We're, we don't have a, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of a 10-year goal. I much prefer a five-year North Star. And that's the intention to say, hey, this is where we're going to be in five years. And then 
Number two is the ability to track everything that is happening, to have, again, visibility around saying, okay, that's where I'm going to go, want to be in five years from now. These are the things that I need to do on a daily basis, right? And then at the end of each day, end of each week, end of each month, actually look at the stats, look at the result, look at the call it results, but it's more the data that what we've done. Because once we can see that, what activates in our brain is, okay, well, actually, maybe I didn't feel like I got a lot done today or this month, but if I actually look at the things that I've done, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. wow, I've, I've got a lot, a lot more done than I thought I did. Yeah. So the key one there is, yes, clarity, vital. Number two is trackability, to be able to track the things and the actions that we do. And number three is intention. So one of the things, Michael, that I give all of my clients to do, and it's, they have to do it religiously, is something called an intention exercise, which is basically a little activity that we do every single day. And it's very powerful for the following reasons. Number one, the intention exercise is all about saying, hey, this is what I'm going for today. This is what I want. This is, this is what I'm calling into my business, my life, right? Now, when you do that, a couple of things happen. Number one, you stop being reactive to circumstances, to you know, negative Google review, to your team, to sales mm-hmm. down, and you actually start to create and you start to be proactive and you start to be on the front foot, right? Which is a key trait to to being a king and a queen in in your life. Yeah. Now, when you start to be intentional, you start to going back into creating the business. That and, and simply the ability to say, hey, this is actually what I want is huge for people because so many people in business, and I don't know if you found the same, but we settle for the things that we think we can get and never actually go after the things that we want. We, we mm. tiptoe and assume that success is a step-by-step kind of thing. It can be so much more than that, mm. but we need the confidence and the certainty and, the co- and, and that energy within us to actually say, no, this is what I want is how I'm going to go and get it. Right. So now we've got clarity. Now we've got intention. What that allows you to do, what that intention allows you to do is allows you to have focus on what's most important. Because if something now doesn't align to to what you've written down on that simple piece of paper, mm. then it becomes something that just gets moved to the side and you become so much more. And I go back to the word intentional. You become really intentional, like an arrow going to its target. It doesn't deviate. It goes straight to the heart. I love that. So those are a couple of the things. And then I don't know about you. I speak to a lot of business owners that have ultimate freedom, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs that have the ultimate freedom. A lot of them are creatives. A lot of them are, you know, can be spiritual people. And the one thing that they lack the most is a protocol, a, a structure to their day that says, hey, do these things and these are the only things that are really going to count for your business. There was a, I was watching a, a podcast with um, I think Dan Martel and someone was saying how CEOs, the percentage of time or the amount of times per week that actually do uh, really high value work that actually moves the needle was something along the lines of seven minutes a week. Wow. Out of, out of a 40-hour week, right? Which is crazy, but it makes sense because we get caught up and if we don't have clarity, if you don't have intention, if you don't have that yeah. vision, it's so easy to just get caught up, right? Yeah. I don't want kings and queens out there to get caught up. I want them to, to get results. So 
a protocol that says, hey, these are the key things for you that are going to move the needle for you every single day. Do these. Have a part that is internal. It always starts with you. If there, I truly believe, Michael, that if, if someone's results are not what they want them to be, first, it starts with a person. It starts with getting the energy right, getting the confidence, the king energy right. And then it, it comes down to actually doing the things that actually move the needle. And if we sit down and we think, man, okay, what are my high value activities? What are my low value activities? How much of the low value I'm doing? And it's easy to do more of the low value. Why? Because it's less resistance. It's yeah. often a little bit easier. Whereas the high value stuff, it might be picking up the phone, putting up that meeting, doing that training, whatever it might be. But if we can do more of less, then we're going to get so much more. And again, it becomes a, a day by day, brick by brick, consistent performance that leads to massive results. And so many businesses, if it, it's, I hate asking this and I hate talking about it because it's hard, right? And most people get challenged by this. But if we look at our business, very, very few businesses have a growth year on year that is more than 10%. If you look at life in 12 months ago, is it much better than it was last year? This time today, only 5 10% better? If you're anything above 10%, you're doing incredibly well. Here's the thing. If we had protocol that had accountability with it and we only got better 1% a day, you can figure out how much more growth you're going to have. 365% yeah. better than we were. So what's 365% better in financials, in health, in relationships, in how we are around our kids, wife, husband, whatever it might be? It's significant. And that's how life really changes. I mean, what are the dissimilarities? <laughs> I think that's the wrong word. What, where, where does this sporting analogy fall over for business people? Because I think you see a lot about, you know, LinkedIn's full of, or Insta's full of, you know, insights or lessons from the Australian cricket team that have just kind of won the World Cup, you know, and you'll, and then they'll give this glimmer of like, oh, this is, you know, exactly how you should do leadership in a, in a, on a cricket pitch which lasts for a day, you know, like, which is not necessarily applicable to a business owner who's got a team and has to show up and, and the, the rules of the game are different, right? So yes. where do you see where there's most confusion in that space? Where, where is it actually different? Where is it actually different? I think with one, probably the biggest one has to be, funnily enough, money. Right. Okay. Let me explain it. Let me explain my thinking. I'm happy to disagree. Um, when it comes to money, it becomes a very emotional, emotional thing because th that's what money is. That's why people get hung up with money because it's highly emotional and money, because it's an emotional, um, it's an emotional thing. It brings up a lot of what we have deep inside of us. If we look at, at a business owner, maybe let's say they're, they're struggling to make money or maybe they've made a lot of money. We could use the same example. When, when someone struggles to make a lot of money, often it's not a skill uh, issue. It's not a talent issue. Sometimes it is, but most of the time it's not. It's more of an internal issue of a, funnily enough, a confidence or a self-worth or a self-belief issue, which that does not then really represent with what sports people go through, although that is a big big part of their life but when it comes to performance is not quite the same when you look at leadership in 
in a sports team, a lot of the time you have, let's say, 11, 11 players. Everyone has egos. Then you could say everyone in your team, in your business team, also has egos. Leadership especially comes down from, am I leading myself? Am I showing up? And a lot of the time within a team, uh, let's make a connection, with a sports team, everyone has got a very specific role to play and they've got tasks and um, and actions that they need to do and show up. Okay. And Whereas let's say if, if you are a business owner and you are, you're the one calling all the shots, all the responsibility falls on you. And uh, so you need to then develop the skills and the confidence and the, the mental skills to be able to show up, be who you need to be, carry the weight on your shoulders and make all the decisions. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And what about the, the game piece? Because I feel like when you talk to athletes and I've had pleasure of working, actually he's a um, ambassador for, for this podcast and, and the work we do. Um, a guy called Andy Donaldson, he's been doing marathon swims all around the world this year and currently is the world record holder for the seven toughest channel swims on the planet. And if you look at how he prepares, he's got, you know, unbel- you know it's a horrible level of endurance. He's got like an 18-hour swim, which is unthinkable for most people, including myself. Yes. And then he's, he's absolutely wrecked at the end, as you'd imagine. Um and so there's a chance to rest and recuperate, and that's the design of that. And I feel one of the things business owners is business owners struggle with perhaps the most is the concept of rest mm-hmm. and building that in because I think sport allows for that they have the off season, right? And I think I love that about soccer teams and they give they allocate rest. So the the deal is everyone needs to rest during this period. Mm. And don't go as hard as how we've been going through the season. Or conversely, it's the time to really go so you can throttle back during the season. So what do you think on rest? How mm. a business owner's got it right? Do you see that? Or is, could we take a lot from sporting principles? So I'm gonna I'm gonna slyly disagree. Okay. And and I'll I'll, I'll I'll tell you why. Because especially if we look at obviously every discipline, every sport is slightly different. But let's take football, for example, soccer, right? Guys play often, I think maybe it'd be close to 60 games a season, right? They have possibly, in depending the where they play, they might have two months off. They might have three months off. Australia's got one of the longest off seasons, so they've got a great ability to, to rest and recover. But for example, and I could be wrong, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure English Premier League teams had four weeks, but then that's be- that's between the end of a major tournament to the start of the next one. Mm. So in order to start the next the next league, there's a lot of training and conditioning that goes involved. Professional athletes have a lot have a lot less rest time than people realize. Because it, I'll give you this example. If there's a game on a Saturday, the next day they're doing some sort of recovery. It's not full rest. They're still moving. They're always moving. If they have a longer period off, they might get one or two days off. But just like business owners, what happens? This thing keeps going all the time. How did I play? How did I do? And when I say play, if you're a business owner, think, how did I do on that sales call? How did I do in that meeting? Have I done enough? What If I stop today, will I fall behind? Athletes have the same thing. Now, do they have a team around them that massages them, takes care of them, nutritionists? Yes. There's something business owners could learn from 100%. 
right? If we just quickly go back to to the question that you just asked me before, what's the difference between sport and business? Is that athletes have been ingrained in condition to treat themselves as athletes, meaning mm. like a racehorse. Like I mm. need to be in peak performance when it when it counts every single mm. day. I need to recover. I need to rest. I need to do my stretching. I need to do my strength and conditioning. I need to eat well. Okay, business owners don't do this. Mm. Now, watch this. If you think you're a business owner is not an athlete or doesn't have a lot of responsibility, think about how many people rely upon you being the best at you carry. Yeah. Think about, I don't know if you, you're married, you have kids, right? So there's at least, let's say three people that rely on you. Your friends yep. at another seven. Then you've got your staff. Let's say you run a team of 12, 15, 20 people. Now you're almost up to 40 people that rely upon you. And the crazy thing is that business owners, CEOs, high level people still don't see the value in having someone in the corner that just takes care of them with no agenda apart from say, hey, we need you to do this so that you can show up to your best. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that I'm really passionate about because this is where so many people rely upon you. And often, how many people do we know? Michael, you would know how many people show up from an empty cup and they give it more because that's all they love to do. Yeah. But they're empty. And that's when burnout, frustration, nervous breakdowns, mental breakdowns happen. So let me go back to, uh, that was one side thought. The, The mental, let's talk about rest. You were asking me about rest. See, most people think that, hey, if I just sit on the couch, watch some Netflix, I'm just going to rest and recover and go back fresh. It's flawed. It's not true. Why? Because there is resting your body, but then there is resting your whole system. So this is where we need to give your mind a break. This is where we need to give your emotional, your nervous system a break, as well as your body. Mm. One thing about energy is that everyone thinks that energy is something that, hey, when you sleep, you get more energy. It's not true. Energy, in order for you to get more energy, you need to give more energy. You need to express more energy. As you express more energy, all of a sudden you feel at a higher energy level. So just sitting and watching Netflix and doing that, a lot of the time from from the studies that I've done, people have actually walked out of that feeling more tired than before. So if there is a business owner listening to this and say, my go-to is just Netflix, okay? There is a time and place to just switch off. Perfect. But we go back to what are we doing every single day to actually give your nervous system and your and your mind, your mental side, that break. For me, it's meditation. It's little rampage um, exercises that I give my clients to do, little energy exercises that actually help to regain, to express more of that energy, to stay into that higher energy um, state. That actually, I think that's what a lot of people are looking for, that feeling, that sensation, that state. When you're in that and you go back into the work that you need to do, you will perform better. Mm. Wow. Such an interesting, uh, and I appreciate you challenging that because I've often taken the view, you're right, that, that sports players actually do get a large amount of time to rest and chill. And But actually, I think, I think you're bang on. I think it's probably an inaccurate way to describe it because- they're always on in some capacity, whether they may not be, okay, they may not be kicking the ball around, but they definitely are thinking about their performance and, and seeing 
you know, getting a behind the scenes looks on these all or nothing um, docos, you're just like, fire out, man. They get in, the expectation is high. They have to win all the time. Like it is, you, there's not much space for un- underperformance. And, um, and remember as well, it's a very public, it's a yeah. very public job. Right, yeah, which brings a whole different level of scrutiny, yeah. attention, pressure. Yeah. Right, yeah. As, as I mentioned before, I just came back from Israel. I'm pretty sure, and I might be off by one or two days, but in the in the eight weeks that I was there, I think we had three days off. Yeah, right. Okay. In eight weeks. And and in those days off, it was enough. It was yeah. Still working. Okay. How do I? How can I help my my guys perform? What can I do? Can I call this guy? Can I go? It's and then. I mean, there's athletes and then there's um, coaches, which is a completely different ball game as well. So yeah. when you see them playing PlayStation, it's probably their way to shutting off because yeah. they own so much and there's so much pressure. They need that just completely cut off. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Which again, is a great concept for, I think for business owners to, to, want, to understand and do, right? To really enjoy the moments with your kids, to cut off, to let go, to have some fun completely focused on um something else whether it's chess whether it's fishing with the kids going to the beach playing playing sport whatever it might be it's an important part of performance too and it's interesting how those things actually re-energize and they're not i've often found that you know staring down the barrel of a netflix and you're like hmm i don't feel particularly rested Mm. even though maybe that's the intent but it's um yeah certainly can feel more energized Going to the gym as long as you've got sleep, some sleep in there, or significant mass. <laughs> as I get older, it's certainly more sleep. It seems to be the yeah. magic magic source. So, all right, I think um, Carlo, some really interesting insights in terms of performance. I love how you think about it. I love actually the challenge to the rest model, and I'm and I think it sounds like that business owners need to be thinking about their performance more like an athlete, and in fact not having a powerful framing for their role is probably causes a lack of performance uh, or contributes to it. So I think I really, I really love how you frame that. You you, have, you run a company called The Kingmaker. Um, your goal is really about kind of again, helping people navigate that, that next level of performance. Just tell us briefly, what's the difference for The Kingmaker versus perhaps some of the other uh, work that's out there? Um, in terms of your approach or, or output or or, or um or out maybe results yeah for sure the um by the way we do we do work with a lot of women finally enough seventy five percent of our client base is women so go for okay, interesting um, listen my my thing is is I really care about people and I really care about results and I really care about people fulfilling that potential and becoming everything that they can be when they are that you know already that relationship with their kids, their fulfillment, with their partner, wife, whoever it might be, with their team, it's just going to be so much better in every single way. And I suppose everyone does some great things in the space. And I, if you were to ask me what makes us unique is that I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to get fired for being who the person that they need in their corner. Sometimes it's a challenge on, you know, athletes and business owners being different. Sometimes it's saying, hey, you're not showing up. What's going on? 
mm. and holding them accountable. And I avoided accountability. I, I was scared of being held accountable for so many years and it cost me massively, right? And to to have someone in your corner that is going to care for you and if you say to this person, hey, this is where I want to go, this is what I want, and for them to not care about your 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 excuses, your fears, but to actually say, okay, let's go. We're going to get there no matter what. We're not family. I've got your back for life. We're going to do this. That's what I love most about what I do. And I know that that's what I need. I know that is exactly what so many people in the world need. And not mm. coming from a from an ego point of view or a or a brute or a jerk point of view, but just say, hey, I'm going to believe in you when you stop believing in yourself. It's it's going to be there. Let's go and get a result. Whatever that might be. You name it, we get it. That kind of stuff. So a lot of a lot of the stuff that we like to do is is one on one. We love getting to know people and and walking in on their journey with them. Um, we have some online programs, group stuff as well. Um, but it's about creating kings and queens. All right. Well, I think more people could do with a champion. And um, yeah, it's not easy, especially business. So I think um, I can certainly see the benefit of it. So look, Carlo, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. It's been awesome. I think I've learned a lot about performance actually, and you've helped reframe a bunch of it for me, which is really, really powerful. So look, thank you. And we'll link to your to your website and a few things. And I'm sure people will reach out given uh, what we've talked about today. So thank you. Brilliant. Thanks, Michael. Take care.